0: Hello, everybody. Here, I'm to talk about Anchor. It's one of the best podcast uh, platforms that you can you can uh, go on. You can put all your podcasts on Apple, Google, any place. Any place to put up your podcast, you could all do it in one place. Anchor has all the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from the phone or computer. And you can distribute any of your, your plat- podcasts on any platform. Like Apple, Spotify, Anchor, you know Anchor, Stitcher, iHeart, everything. It's everything you need. You need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. And let me tell you, I have had great experience with Anchor. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started today. That is Anchor FM to get started today. Oh, Cindy. It's time.
1: What's it time for, Joe? I think I know, but
0: let yeah. me have it. We are having our first mock draft of Between the Whistles this year.
1: Woo! The first mock draft on the Cindy and Joe Show on Between the Whistles, Detroit. We are your hometown team, so you know our mock draft is going to be the best one, and it is of course coming courtesy of Joseph P. Chap.
0: Yup. So, what's the first pick of the second? The second pick of the first round, right? Yes. The Detroit Lions don't take Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau. They take safety from Notre Dame, Kyle Hamilton. No! Yeah. Let me tell you, just let me just tell you. A lot of people are, they love the, the defensive ends, but I got a little plan for that. You'll it'll be, it'll be fine. Defense, the defensive ends, I don't have a really good read on, but I like Kyle Hamilton. I think he's a generational player, and you have to pick a generational player when you're picking that high in the draft. Do you not or do you not? And what would Stevie Ryan do? Don't wow. Don't go Don't go with the flow, go with what you feel. And that's round, so go doing. with the flow, go with what you know. Right! And that's why we we're going Kyle Hamilton in the first round, because we need a safety and we need a guy who can roam the backfield and hit people and just take take their lives.
1: And there are gonna be people who are gonna to wanna to kick your behind because they're gonna want one of the other ones you mentioned—that's what everybody's expecting. They didn't say—they're saying we did not suffer through this horrific season we suffered through to get as high a draft round or a draft pick as we did, just to get some goofy, half-ass safety.
0: Wait, what? Okay, hold up. There's—it's not goofy. Safeties are legit. You need a safety, but I got something for all those those people. Because with the next pick, the thirty-second pick, which means. Damn it, the Rams won a Super Bowl. Did the Lions select defensive end, Jermaine Johnson from Florida State? Now, this guy, I, I think he's one of the best defensive ends in the draft. He's sneaky. He played really, really good with a garbage team. And if you can play with a garbage team and still play good, well, that bodes well because we're usually garbage with the Lions, so. <laughs>
1: So, we need some experienced garbage players so that they're not I need shocked one. when they come here. I
0: need someone who plays tough all the time. Don't take plays off. Make plays. And he's, he's an athletic freak. And I, I just, I, I like Jermaine Johnson. A, all right. With a second pick. In a, I mean, a second round, 34th pick. Yeah. We're taking the wide receiver from Georgia, George Pickens.
1: Well, now, what's your thinking there? Because I'll tell you what. You're giving me all of these things that nobody, nobody's going to want these picks. What, what are you smoking over there? You're you, going way, way outside the box,
0: Joe. People are going to want George Pickens. Why? Because George Pickens is a good a good wide receiver to put on, on the outside of a mom Ron St. Brown. He's a tall, lengthy wide receiver who can make good catches in the air. And he's a guy who can make plays with his speed and everything. You match him up with the Amaranth Saint Brown, and you got you got a little bit of thunder and lightning right there.
1: Thunder and lightning.
0: Yes, because with the next pick, we gotta we gotta we gotta find a, a just in case because thunder
1: and lightning. The way you love me is
0: frightening. Right. <laughs> with the next pick, the yeah. in the third round,
1: yeah,
0: sixty-six overall. I don't think that DeAndre Switz can stay healthy the whole year. I don't think that J- Jamal Williams is the future. So who do we go with? Your man, my man, Kenneth Walker from Michigan State University.
1: Now we talking. Now we talking. Kenneth now Walker, here's,
0: here's, my guy. I would
1: have picked him well higher than that. Here's I'm
0: my reason. Here is my reasoning. Okay. I don't think DeAndre Swift can stay healthy. He hasn't shown that he can stay healthy. And I need a guy who's just shifty, fast, and it has the vision to get to where he needs to go.
1: Here's what I want to know. Why in the world did you pick him so late? How come he should have been your first or second pick?
0: No, because he, he felt running backs don't go that high in draft no more unless they're a generational guy, which I don't even believe there's a the generational running back because running backs, they only last a few years. You know, it's like the it's it's like they take so much abuse that you really can't, you know. They're literally playing for their second contract. That's what they're playing for.
1: All right, okay. Well, I, I'm not gonna say I agree with that. I think Kenneth Walker should have been a higher pick. I mean, it's, pick I mean couple, that's fine.
0: I mean, look, 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 look at, look at the the for, look, look at the Cowboys. They took Ezekiel Elliott fifth overall, and he's not even at age 30, and he is already beaten down like a pawn. Running back, running back will chew you out and spit you out because the game is faster and stronger, and you just get you just get you take hits all the time. Most of them don't even last till they're thirty years old. So I take Kenneth Walker in the third round. It's a good value pick. All right. Now my next pick.
1: You're not going to get an argument from me on Kenneth Walker. Go ahead.
0: Now I don't think T.J. Hawkinson is going to get a payday by the Lions. Okay. So I have. The tight end from Wisconsin, Jake Ferguson. Now, if you watch him in the senior bowl, he was shifty, he made all the catches, and he can run after a catch. Now, one of the problems with TJ Hawkinson, he doesn't run after a catch. He's got the legs of Telly Savalas. So we have to get a guy to replace TJ Hawkinson. We 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 decided we're not paying this guy Mark Andrews money because he is not Mark Andrews. All right. And yeah, we are right. we are getting a tight end. So that Goff can have a tight end, to have two tight ends, and when they have the two tight end sets, he he has two weapons on that 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 style of offense. He has we, some guns. Because we know Dan Campbell was a tight end, and we know he likes a guy who can block, and Jake Ferguson can block, and he can catch, and he can run. That's a that's a Dan Campbell type pick. So you're thinking that
1: Dan Campbell's going to advocate for that?
0: Oh yeah, because he's Jake Ferguson is a total Dan Campbell type guy where he's, he's, he, he can catch the ball, block really, really well, and he can, he can make plays with his feet when he gets the ball in, in space. All right. I take another wide receiver in the fifth round. This time, it's Trey Turner from Virginia Tech. Now, he, people might not know who Trey Turner is. I don't know who Trey Turner is. Most of the people will not understand who he is. But let me tell you, he's a six-two guy. Can make he's a he's, he has a great vertical leap. He can make all the contested catches. And when you're taking a guy in the in the in the fifth round like we just did, you're kind of looking for a guy that can get be in a, a red zone target. You know, when you have Amiron St. Brown and T.J. Hawkinson and and you have and we just drafted George Pickens earlier. You have a you have a lot of guys that you can go to. So Goff really can spread the ball around and have all his little weapons that he needs to succeed.
1: Well, that's good because he's going to need quite a bit. Because I'll tell you, he's not one of those guys that's going to make it happen on his own. And uh, now, granted, you got to give him somebody to throw to, but outside of that, uh, I don't see him being a make it happen kind of a guy. No, I don't.
0: I think that I think those guys are far in view between, like the elite quarterbacks of the league, like the Aaron Rodgers and the Tom Brady's and the Patrick Mahomes. I mean, even Patrick Mahomes has two of the best targets in, in all football, and Terry Reekill and, and Tra, uh, Travis Kelse. So all those guys, they need, they still need help. So you got to get them help. Offense wins championships. Remember that.
1: Offense wins championships. If I never learn another thing in my life, Joe, I will remember that forever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you should. <laughs> and what's the in this? Okay, now in the sixth round, I add to our arsenal of good offensive linemen. I get interior offensive linemen. Cade Mays from Tennessee, he's a guard, he's physical, he, he's, really, he's really quick when he pulls around. You add him to a line with Jonah Jackson, uh, Frank Ragnow, Taylor Decker, and Penn Sewell. Ooh, that's a mean, that's a mean, mean it's line. That's a
1: mean line.
0: And that's what you want your offense line to be, mean, tenacious, and just make their damn blocks. And okay,
1: it sounds like he fits the bill.
0: In the sixth round, 217th pick, I pick a guy from Washington State, cornerback Jalen Watson. Now, he's not a guy that everyone, like, loves, because he's, 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 but he's a taller corner. He can make plays. He played at Washington State. No one watched Pac-12 football. Not soul, because he's on at, like, 12 o'clock at night.
1: Yeah, and really. Who the heck's gonna watch that? I'm I, I'm in bed. I'm in La La Land by twelve
0: And most the te- not really. And I'm most of the team like in the Pac-12 12 suck. But that's beside the point. This guy is actually really, really good. He had, he's he's a little bit of a ball hawk. So you're gonna have to rein him in. Just teach him the ropes. But uh, Glenn is gonna teach him the ropes because he had a bunch of rookies last year actually playing good football last year with undrafted free agents and guys they signed off the Meyer practice squad.
1: Well, all right. Sounds like you got some good foundation there. What do you got? What else you got in the next one?
0: So the last two picks are the running back, Kennedy Brooks from Oklahoma. He's a little bit of a scat back. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's kind of a guy like the Bengals have. He's a Chris Evans type guy, you know, a guy that can catch the ball out of the backfield, make plays. He's not going to be a running back that you notice as a running back, but he's going to be You're kind of – like for years, Tom Brady had a guy named James White who was absolutely fantastic at catching the ball out of the backfield. And that's the reason they won some Super Bowls. That's Kennedy Brooks.
1: It's like the song. Back, feel, in motion. And with the last, you
0: p- and with the, the last pick of... You didn't know I could sing, did you? <laughs> <laughs> and with the last pick... Not. Of the Detroit Lions mock draft 2- 1.0. Yeah. On between the whistles. We take safety Brad Hawkins from Michigan.
1: You got a couple of safeties in there. What's with that?
0: Because I don't think you can have enough safeties, especially when you play, when, especially when you go on a nickel and you can always move them around. And I don't really don't think they're going to re-sign Will Harris. So if you don't re-sign Will Harris, you have a couple of safeties. You can develop Brad Hawkins as you go. He can become a guy that comes down on third down when it's the passing down, and he can play. I like him more than Daxton Hill, and I think he's a he's a good late round pick that could bode well for the Detroit Lions.
1: So you're thinking this is what the Lions are going to need to what? Do better than what they did last season, or do you really think that what you're laying out here is a foundation for potentially a playoff team? Well,
0: when you get a guy, when you get a guy like uh, uh, in the first round, you get a guy like Kyle Hamilton. He adds a, he, You bring him into defense, and you add a Jermaine Johnson rushing the passer. You, you add in a guy like George Pickens on offense, a guy like Jake Ferguson on offense, Cade Mays on offense, Kenneth Walker on offense. You have a. a offensive unit that could be really, 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 really good. And they were really good in the last part of the year. And then you look at the defense for the Lions, and their defense is getting healthy. When you get a Romeo Okwara back, you're going to get a guy like uh, Jeff Okuda back, see what he has to offer. But you're going to get Jerry Jacobs back, and you're going to get another year of A.J. Parker and Bella Fonwu. And you might get Tracy Walker back. And I just like their defense, and I think that – if they make the right picks on offense, I don't I really should think they should focus their soul on the offense in like the later rounds. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's where you can find the most value for their pop. Obviously, obviously they need defensive help, but I think if you get a guy like Cal Hampton who's a generational type safety, and you get a guy like Jermaine Johnson who can rush passer, that's a very, very good one two in the first round.
1: Let's hope you're right. Let's hope you're right, and it works out exactly that way, because you're going to see people happier here in Detroit than they have been in decades.
0: I think if you if, if the alliances do what they should, see, I always caution people don't don't go for the, the popular pick, go for the rogue pick. You know what I'm saying? Stevie Y has this thing where like he don't go with the guy that he that people are are mocking him to, like when they mock draft, when they do mock drafts and they mock a player to him. Ten out of times you don't take that player. He takes a guy that no one even thought he was gonna draft. AKA Sider, aka Raymond. Guys that like he, he knows that can fit this team and, and play really, really well. And that's what did that's what Brad Holmes does. I mean, he's he was a scout in LA. And he found a guy like Cooper Cup. He found a guy like Jordan Fuller. He found a guy like Brian Allen. He found guys like that that were just instant immediate picks that made plays and did things the right way and they made him a playoff team and now they're in the Super Bowl because of our general manager who scouted for the Rams and Brad Holmes. Well you know since
1: you we already had our, our Super Bowl segment which by, I, I gotta remember you guys gotta listen to it. If, if for those of you listen to this one, you gotta listen to that one. It was absolutely hilarious. Uh Joe was in rare form. But um there's a couple things we didn't get a chance to talk about but since you brought up Cooper Cup, let me ask you this who's gonna cover him?
0: what do you have covering him? Hilton Mike Hilton's been one of the best cornerbacks this year he's been one of the he's covered a lot of good players in his division he plays in the East, AFC, uh, AFC north with the browns the Ravens the Steelers they all have really really good wide receivers he's covered them all and he's done a great job and he's the reason he's the reason that defense actually jo so good and they have a good pass rush so he doesn't have to really cover that long well.
1: So what's what's your take on this one? You think Jalen Ramsey can cover Jamar Chase?
0: Yeah, because Jalen Ramsey's a ball—he's a, he's a baller. But here's what it opens up—you know, the next—you know, the Cincinnati Bengals have three wide receivers, and that's why I kind of went three wide two wide receivers in this draft because you can never have enough wide receivers because there's always going to be one guy that's going to be able to cover your best guy, and you got to have guys that are, can get open. With the Bengals, they have T. Higgins and they have Tyler Boyd and they have a bunch of guys that can make plays in the open field and Braille can and get it to them. But I think they're going to go a short passing game. Make they are going to inch their way up the field. They're going to take time off the clock, and that's what how the Bengals are going to play that game. I guarantee it.
1: But will they win it? We'll have to see well, on if, Sunday.
0: Well, if you take if you, let me just let me just say this. I know this is not a Super Bowl one, but let me just say this. If you take time off the clock. You eat up the clock, you play time of possession, you, beat the, you can beat the Rams. Because when they when they take time of possession away from the Rams, they make mistakes. So that's what I'm looking for.
1: Well, hopefully we'll be having this conversation about the Lions one day before we die.
0: <laughs> one can hope. Hopefully Brad Holmes is a guy. I think Dan Campbell is a guy. Let's make it happen, boys. Let's go. In our next segment, we are talking about what a zoo is doing for their monkeys. Oh, boy. That's next on Between the Whistles Detroit, your hometown team.